Hello and welcome to Backstrap, Trek to Manliness podcast, episode 10. Today I have with me Jared Lobby. Uh, he grew up in Texas. He's now at Hillsdale with me, um, married recently. Congratulations on that. That's Thank pretty you. awesome. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. How's your day going, Jared? It's going good. It's it's a dreary, rainy day, but it's uh, still a lot of the day is left to go. So yeah. It's, it's good. There's always potential, you know? I honestly really enjoy, like, bad weather. It's kind of weird, but I love rain, and then, like, when it turns to snow and stuff, I think that's kind of fun. Like, I like cloudy days probably more than sunny days, but the problem with Hillsdale and just, like, southern Michigan in general is that it's weeks on end of just gray skies yeah. and that's annoying but like yeah. you know i'd take a day with a thunderstorm probably over any other type of weather yeah i mean just like we were just talking about having like a rainy day and just like sitting in front of a fire like oh that's so nice dude this is like all right so it's been a dream of mine for forever to build my own house Ooh. and i was just like there's got to be just a massive fireplace and yep. i mean like really i mean like you know like four feet tall like yeah. you know dinky thing and then actually just yeah just get some nice good like sofa chairs and couple end tables and have a beer that's, yeah that'd be good that's nice yeah man so you i you know i know you were saying you're in the military for a while yes air force um how is that or like what'd you learn from that what did i i, I learned a lot oh man um because you did that when you were 19 18 uh yeah when i so i enlisted when i was 19 okay. i went to i went to college for a year Ran out of money, ran out of patience, I guess, <laughs> and was just like, you know, trying to do something with my life that was going to actually mean something. Like, I mean, I knew I wanted to go to school. Like, I knew my education was going to be important to me. Yeah, um, I just knew I wanted to do something meaningful with my life, and I wanted to find a way to pay for school, and I didn't want to, like, you know, dig ditches because I'd done enough of that. I I worked a summer of construction. Dirt work construction in Texas in the summer is – a hell of a way to earn a paycheck. Yeah. Dude, it is sure. brutal. Um, but yeah, and so I enlisted in the Air Force in September of 2016. And I got out of the service uh, July of 2020. So like three years, nine months, three years, ten months, something like that. But uh, what did I learn? Oh, man. I, I learned that I grew up in such a, I don't want to say sheltered, environment but just like small town east texas compared to the rest of the world even just the rest of the united states yeah it, it your perspective just gets blown apart like i always like use the analogy of just like my life was just a little bubble and it just kept getting burst and get got and it got bigger and bigger and bigger because basic training you are thrown into a room with a bunch of guys from all over the country different backgrounds you know different you know religious outlook different political outlook and like you got to put all that aside and you got to get a job done and you got to do your job well and so that was that was pretty eye-opening um yeah a lot of it was just perspective a lot of it was just humility mm -hmm. um because yeah small town like you know like i, w I thought i was smart you know yeah and just like living in my small town going to my high school just like oh yeah i'm big stuff and then you realize just how huge the world is yeah and you realize how like you just don't know everything. You really don't. And so it's just a matter of like humbling yourself and actually trying to just soak everything in and trying to be a sponge for um, the words that good people will say and just try to take each day slowly and take it one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't so much for you, the military wasn't so much like maybe the like rigor or the discipline. It was more the 
people that showed you like or that humbled you and then showed you that there's more to life than just small town Texas? I mean, I think it's both. I mean, I mean, you think about like the difficulty of basic training, like we went to like survival school. So I, I was uh, my job was an intelligence and reconnaissance operator. Um, and so I would fly on a bunch of small planes and use a lot of fancy computer equipment to um, how do I say this in a uh, unclassified manner? Um, <laughs> we would basically, you know, fly around Iraq and Afghanistan and we would um, use our equipment and we would try to find out where the enemy was. Mm-hmm. And that was our job. And so, I mean, all of the training up to that was seriously rigorous, not just physically, but especially mentally. I mean, like you had to soak in so much information so quick of knowing the theory behind the tools you were using as well as how to use the tools well. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of growing up of like just, I mean, because you talk about like football practice and in high school and you hit the gym and, you know, like you're getting yelled at and screamed at. It's a completely different dynamic. Um, but, yeah, discipline definitely played a part in it. It wasn't just the perspective. So hmm. Very nice. And then, so Hillsdale, you came to Hillsdale um, for the veteran yeah, program. So Hillsdale College, they have um, it's called their Freedom Scholarship, um, which is basically just a bunch of donors around the country who are trying to be very intentional about getting veterans educated. Um, so yeah, the college pays for my tuition, my books, all the fees. They even give me a housing stipend and a food stipend every semester. So I'm I'm pretty much getting paid to come to school here, which has been such an amazing blessing. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, it's really cool because because like. You know, th- every Thanksgiving, you know, we're supposed to write to our donors, you know, a day of thanks or whatever. Yeah. And so it was really cool to actually get letters back from hmm. the donors because they, I mean, they care about us yeah. and what's going on in our lives. And so, yeah, it's been cool to make those connections and actually see how um, there's just a lot of good people. It's, a, it's crazy to me how Hillsdale is such a magnet for good people. Yeah. Like, I've just been blown away. Like, I've, wherever I've been, I think wherever you go in life, you're always going to be able to find good people. But for at Hillsdale, it's just crazy just how intentional everybody is in the community um and just their support and everybody it's kind of you know like the um i don't know maybe not a joke but like everybody at the college is like yeah the true the good the beautiful man yeah and like everybody's on that train (laughs) but like it's true like people like actually live their life actually trying to look for something bigger and better than themselves and it just shows and it's been really cool to see yeah yeah it's i don't know in my opinion it's like very dense here yeah It's like, it, it is sm- a small school, but the people here seem very dense. Super high quality. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and your wife went here, right? Yeah. My a wife, Alexandra, she graduated in 2017. Okay. So yeah, she's been around town for a while. She just like, once again, just fell in love with the people. Yeah. And with, um, we go to St. Anthony's Catholic Church here in town and she just fell in love with all the women up there. It just made such deep, rich friendships. And, uh, yeah, she was just waiting for me, I guess. And yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Praise God. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, we got married last October. So how'd you guys meet? We met at the grotto actually. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, that was really funny because, uh, the former caretakers, Tim and Prairie Rose, they went to school with Alexandra and so like they knew each other. And since mm-hmm. like there were some of the few people who actually still were in town, um, they got to know each other really well the past couple of years. And, uh, yeah, I showed up one day and I was, you know, trying to figure out what the heck Catholicism was and what was going on around campus with all these crazy Catholic kids. And, uh, yeah, I just walked in one day and she was serving up soup 
and a good friend of mine, Colton Duncan, he said, hey, this man's some soup, and that was kind of just what kick-started it, and, like, we started talking, and then we didn't really even date. We, like, we, we talked a lot just at the grotto, and then she she actually asked me out, which was, oh, my <laughs> nice. gosh, that whole story is, like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, we just hit it off, and, like, we we knew, like, we knew it was just, like, meant to be. Like, we were, I think... We hadn't even been like officially dating for like three months, and we were like, "Yeah, when's the wedding?" Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. It was uh, no, it was. I don't know. I, like, I feel like I don't have the right. If like someone asked me for dating advice, I'm just like, "Dude, I don't know what to tell you." I mean, I feel like God was my matchmaker within like six months. So yeah. it's like I, I don't have any good advice for you, man. It was just one of those things that just like totally fell into place, and mm. it's been amazing and wonderful. And she's, um, not only my best friend, but she's like the most beautiful faithful young woman i've ever met and so it's just, she's nice. just just an amazing woman i'm just so so blessed and just completely out of my league but you know <laughs> you know you, sometimes you just gotta yeah. take the pitches the lord gives you, you yeah know? it happens so <laughs> yeah um what have you like i'm sure she's taught you a lot but what are some things that has def- definitely stuck out to you oh man she's she has taught me i think um not trying to get too personal. So, but, uh, you know, just, I think <laughs> I told her I was going to say this on this podcast. That's hilarious. Um, no, I think behind every good man really is a good woman. Yeah. And like y- you talk about trying to figure out your identity, especially with yeah, the, I don't know, the world today just, is kind of crazy. It seems, especially in the West and like where American culture can be going in terms of, you know, we're actually having debates on what it actually means to be a man and to be a woman and that kind of stuff. And it's kind of crazy. And so just to have someone in my corner who just completely affirms who I am, um, like, like I don't think you really can even know what it means to be a man. If there's not a woman around, Hmm. like I I've figured out, you know, just a, what kind of the differences, like this really stark differences just in personality and in temperament between men and women. Um, so yeah, there's been, there's been that, um, Dude, and oh my gosh, she is like just humbled me. Because like, she, <laughs> a, she's so much smarter than I am, and she's she just has this wisdom about her. And so like I'll just start you know spatting off all my random kind of like kooky ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll just be like, just give me just one of those looks, you know. And I'm just I'm like, oh, 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 do I need to rethink that one? She's like, yeah, you need, yeah, you need, yeah, you need to rethink that one. So mm. yeah, she's just altogether good for me. She really just does make me a better man. Like, cause she makes me want to be as best as I can. Okay. Because I mean, I think that's how, like how love works. Yeah. You actually, if you have this relationship with someone and you know that you care for them in such a dramatically intense way, like you're going to want to do your best so that you can love them well. And so it's all, you know, trying to figure out what it means to give yourself to another person and trying to actually figure out what and how to give yourself well. What do you think that means? Well, especially with marriage and in um, male and female relationships, dude. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I I, I feel like I want to have like this great answer, but it's like, man, I'm still figuring all this out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're all still figuring it out, you know. <laughs> um, I think it, it's it's about being open and honest and vulnerable. Like, you can't try to put on this image of perfection mm-hmm. because then a you're it's kind of being deceitful really in a certain sense, but also you're setting your partner up for failure, your spouse up for failure, because then they're given an image of you that's not actually real. 
And so how they interact with you is, uh, it, it matters how you present yourself and it matters how like you actually communicate. Is that something you have always done or like your relationship with your wife now, did you start off that way with her or I, was it something that she, you like kind of learned while you were like talking to her? I mean a bit of both. I mean, hmm. I mean, I think, you know, my, my parents were great. And so they were, you know, did such a great job of raising me up to actually, you know, be honest and, you know, like being deceitful is not, was never in, never in the cards, especially with like, and all right, so this is kind of those mom- one of those moments of where you see someone and you just know there's like, yep, they're amazing. I don't, I don't want to like do anything to them. That would be harmful. And it's like being deceitful is harmful. And so you go about, um, through the, like through our relationship as we try to get to know each other well, like it was super important to both of us. Like, Hey, we're doing this, trying to figure out if we're going to marry each other. And like, mm-hmm. if we're going to spend the rest of our lives with each other, we can't just BS around and try to put on this false image that yeah. isn't actually there. Got to get to like the heart of the thing. Yeah. Kind of. Um, which is probably why we went so quickly because we actually knew what we were about. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, like dancing around or games, that dude, kind of deal. Like, and this I think is a, like I talk to guys around here and they, or like, a they they like treat flirting kind of like as a game. Yeah. And like you're always just gonna set yourself up for failure if you're trying to like, like that. Of course, there needs to be just like you know the spontaneous interactions. Like you like you don't want to have things so calculated to where you're treating everybody just like um, robots. Yeah. And you don't want to be a robot yourself. But at the same time, you. you you just can't pussyfoot around with stuff. You actually got to be intentional, realize like, hey, I'm trying to figure out if you're going to be the one I spend the rest of my life with. I think you're attractive. I'd like to get to know you more. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how that whole thing's got to start. And you got to be open and honest with who you are. And if, you know, you get turned down or the relationship doesn't work out, like that's actually Jordan Wales said this, that like, it's not a failure. It's like, it's it's progress because you just found out that she wasn't going to be the one, and so you've yeah. limited your field of <laughs> who you're actually supposed to spend yeah. your life with. So, huh? That's funny. Yeah, Doctor Wales, man, that guy's that guy's a character. Oh my word. Yeah, I gotta take a class with him, dude. He is him. Oh my gosh, I it, <laughs> they're so funny because um, I don't. I think they're just like on campus, especially with like within the like Catholic kids. They're just like the epitome like oh yeah he's a theologian and she's the beautiful wife and they have three kids yeah. it's like oh my gosh how do we be you yeah and it's it's just so funny everybody looks up to them so much but it's like really weird because um my wife alexander is really good friends with mrs wales and so oh, nice. they've been hanging out for the past few years and so alexander's got to know their kids really well because they baby she babysits for them mm-hmm. and so yeah it's funny just like seeing the inner dynamics of that family and it's really cool just to kind of like a watch the kids grow up a little bit even though i've only been around for like you know a year and a half or whatever. yeah but yeah, so hmm. and, you, and yeah, you learn from the people around here too, which is really good. Yeah, it's, it's also the thing about like learning from each other and trying to figure out how to be a good spouse and a good husband. Yeah, is like there's just so many good role models around here. Yeah, there really are. Like amazing. I mean, so. Tim and Perry Rose come to my mind Tim very Perry, often. Oh well, one like I was so blessed to have them as friends. Like, I mean, they're just such upstanding people. Like, a they're really intentional, but also they're just like fun. Yeah, like they they're are just fun. so fun, and like their kids are just adorable, and you're just so excited to see them. We're actually gonna go see them this summer in Colorado. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean that's the plan. We haven't actually told them about it, but like <laughs> the word, it's gonna happen. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it will. But, but he's yeah. trying to build um, 
Tim is trying to build their house right now. I yeah, think. yeah, he's he's building their bungalow. That's sweet. Dude, that man, like, he, he, he's just literally a jack of all trades. Like, he knows something about everything, yeah. I feel like. Like, he just, and he's just that kind of smart, too, to where he can just pick up something, like, listen to it one time, and then he's like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. But then it's, like, funny because, like, that's <laughs> just not how he approached school. He was just like, yeah, he had, like, I mean, I, I mean, I never looked at his transcripts or anything, but like, yeah, he's like B's and C's. He's like, yeah, man, I'm in this class. I learned this thing, but it's like, I don't need that. Why do I need to worry about this paper? Yeah. Especially <laughs> like when he's like, you know, trying to get married and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I want to have him on the podcast really bad. Dude, that would be, be amazing. amazing. Gosh. <laughs> no, Tim Force is a good man. I, re- I really look up to him a lot. Like he's only like a couple years older than me, but like he's been such a blessing in my life just to. Because, like, yeah, it was his whole entire job pretty much just, like, to witness the gospel as, like, a DeGrado caretaker. And just to see how well he did that, it was yeah. it was just really cool. And plus, yeah, he's just a fun guy and just one of those high-quality people that you only, like, meet once in yeah. your life. Yeah. Well, um, anything else that you want to add before oh, we man. tune out? Uh, manliness podcast. Uh, yeah, guys need to be intentional about their shoes. Their shoes? Bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a thing. I don't know why that like this popped in my head, but like, all right, you know how like there's most like guys when they dress up in suits, they wear just like these really nice like dress shoes, uh-huh. and it's just like leather shoes, and they're good for nothing except for looking good in the suit. Yeah, I'm saying that we all just need to like wear boots. Boots. Yeah, that's this, what is, I thought. This, <laughs> this is my thing. Like, I'm from Texas, so I wear like what's I guess what everybody else calls cowboy boots. All Jeans the time. and boots every Jeans day. And, <laughs> let's go. No, I don't like. Uh, I think, no, it was really funny just, like, you know, what you prepare yourself for. Like, when you wake up in the morning, like, you know, what what are you prepared to go out and do? Yeah. And I feel like if you're just, you know, prepared to go sit in a room and get on your computer and wear your, your nice fancy loafers, <laughs> like, all right, cool, good for you. But, like, having the attitude and mentality of, like, you know, I may go out and have an adventure today, and I may go out in the woods. I may have to go out and do some work. Yeah. Like, let's get ready to go and do that kind of thing. I don't know. That's, like, super silly, but, like, that's... Boots what, are working shoes, though. Boots are... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's my little my little plug for... Good wisdom. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, guys, <laughs> wear good shoes. Wear don't, boots. Don't wear, <laughs> don't wear useless shoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Nick, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, Appreciate of course. It. Um... Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.